So if you've ever heard the phrase, you're the average of the five people you hang out with most, but you're just not sure where those people are or how do you actually actualize that into reality, I want to discuss that topic today with you. Welcome to Storytelling Secrets. This is the podcast for coaches, consultants, and course creators who want to unlock their core stories and use the stories to sell more online. It's a place to master persuasion and influence so you can build a deep relationship with your audience. And it's a place where real-world marketing strategies, tips, and lessons are shared freely. If that interests you, then you're in the right place. Hi, I'm Jules Dan, and I've battled my way from being a broke group fitness instructor to a full-time, in-demand, freelance email copywriter. Now, I'm ready to get to work. Follow along on my journey as I share my everyday hard-won lessons. I'm Jules Dan, and this is Storytelling Secrets. Hey, it's Jules Dan here. Probably wondering why I didn't record this last week, um, and I was a little hesitant to record this based on the fact of people hearing this in my house, being getting triggered, and I realized it's completely irrational. <laughs> so just letting you know that... Uh, Yes, I also get uh, content anxiety sometimes, but whenever I get that and I do publish it, it always resonates quite well because if I'm thinking it, then other people are probably having that feeling as well. And let me tell you, start off with a bit of a story because like I prefaced this episode, it was how do you actually actualize when someone says you, you're the average of the five people you hang out with most, but what if you can't change your environment? All right, so, yes, a bit of a story time is that I feel like I've had some serious friend FOMO, if that makes sense, and so I've had some really good close friends from high school, and I'm 27 now, it's like over 15, 16 years, right? Um, But then when we went to university, some of my other friends, you know, they got really close to their university friends, and I went to a different uni, I didn't really make any close friends at uni. Um, and they did, and I felt like over the years we've slowly drifted away, especially the last two years, um, where I was with just living over, uh, living in a different city, uh, living with my parents, and then now living away from them and stuff. Um, yeah, I was definitely feeling like I was just playing the victim, you know, like you know they don't they don't invite me out as much, you know, I wish I could be part of that friendship group, and then. A little revelation came um, where we were at a Christmas party, and my friends are listening to this right now. Um, yeah, <laughs> you can talk to me about this after, but you don't. So I have really good. I feel comfortable opening up about this. Anyway, so I'm at this Christmas party. Um, it's it's after we've had some drinks. It's after we've been to the venue. We've come back to someone's house. There's a um, we're in a circle fairly spread out and it's like you're just sitting to the person you're just sitting and talking to the person next to you and I remember I was talking to this guy and he him and I haven't been we haven't been mates since school but we've been friends for like five years or so I thought I knew him pretty well um actually done a bit of overseas travel with him as well and I start talking to him and then he's just like on his phone like just disinterested and I thought well that's a bit weird and then I try and like join other conversations and everyone's talking about just stuff I'm not interested in and like I walked away that night feeling like 
man, like I don't feel connected with this group anymore at all. Um, only with a few of my friends who were there who I get along with really well on like a one-on-one level, but that's about it. And it was shocking because um, these, what I felt like these were my really close friends, but there wasn't. And I mulled on this for a while and I kept hearing you're the average of the five people you hang out with most. And when I was going to record this episode yesterday, I just, uh, last week, I had this brainwave of kind of like Maslow's hierarchy of needs, but with friends. So I've, I've ripped off the food pyramid and I've ripped off Maslow's hierarchy of needs. Um, but I want you to picture like a reverse pyramid. So the tippy top thing is down the bottom. Well, actually, I think I'm ruining it. The base of the pyramid is the thing that you need most with friends. And that's friends that you share common values with. And um, I'll circle back to how you can make this all actualize in just a second, what my plan is, so you can try something too. So at the bottom is that friends that you share common values with. So that's super important. So what what do you value most? Um, a really big common trait with um, that group I was with was health and fitness and um, mateship, going out, having good times. Um, what else? And being a good person, all those sort of high-level common value stuff. Um, you know, they're not smokers, they look after themselves, that sort of thing. Then there's a, a step up, which is they share common interests. And this is a part that I was starting to fall out with, with just on an internal level. No, there was no like uh, drama or anything like that, but a lot of them were talking about sport, a lot of them were talking about... Uh, dream team or in America, if you're listening, it's kind of like fantasy teams. Like they all have that. I'm just, I love playing sport, but I'm just super not into following sport. Um, they were talking about that, all these other players, um, just stuff that I wasn't really interested in. And then on the top of this pyramid that I've got is that they share a common purpose or a mission in life. Um, I don't know where this came from, but yeah, if you think about it, if you have a friend who shares common values, shares common interests and shares a common purpose or mission in life, uh, that, that's a really deep connection, I, I would feel. Um, and I'm saying that I would feel like it's a, it, it hasn't happened because I'm still yet to meet someone or create a friendship where they've got all three. Like, yeah, I've gone to a few conferences overseas where... Um, Maybe we share the same common purpose, we've got, we've, we share some common values, but the interests aren't the same because maybe they're a lot older or I don't know, it's, it's just been something like that. It hasn't been like all three. And uh, one of the cool things though, and the reason why I was kind of hesitant to move out, sorry, to record this was because um, even though I shared the common values with those friends, um, when it, the house I've moved in right now, um, I can feel really completely myself. So a little bit about me, like my little inner nerd has just really come out the last three months. And when I say inner nerd, I just mean like they've, they're really into board games and not just, you know, like Monopoly or something like that, but uh, pretty complex games and full like role play with um, music and characters involved and reading out story and, um, I'm getting fully into it and I, I really like it so I can be myself. So what I'm trying to say is um, 
that gap of sharing common values and sharing common interests has sort of come back and, and um, there's definitely this social vibe after everyone clocks off from work and that's something I've been really missing. Um, a lot of people from a nine to five, they've got that social circle where they've got common values and they've got um, maybe a common purpose and they've got maybe a common interest and that's why they've got really close work friends and you know, sometimes I get FOMO just listening to people talk about that. Um, but with this situation here, you know, like I'm still pretty happy with sharing common interests, sharing common values after a day's work. The question is, how do we as business owners, how do we get friends that we can share common interests, share common purpose and share common values? And I've thought about this so much um, and I've tried going to meetups. It's just not the same, you know. Maybe they're a little bit older. So one thing I will be experimenting with, this is something I'm first time going uh, talking about it, is uh, there's this thing called remote year where for a full year, you're together with a group of about 25, 30 people who are remote workers, a lot of different online entrepreneurs. Think of it as like digital nomad for training wheels. On episode with Kate Bagoy, um, talking about what it's like, to, what it's really like to be a digital nomad. She mentioned this at the very start, and uh, a few weeks back, I went back and listened to it because I forgot what was the organization, and I went back, saw that organization, and saw the friendships and the community that's created out of these, you know, these travel work groups, and that's when I knew that at least a hope of trying to create a community or friendships that share common values, share a common purpose, and share common interests. Um, and that's something I've been working towards. Not sure when, at least 16 months, I imagine, because um, I'm really liking what's going on here right now in Melbourne, but I think for a new chapter, something to look forward to, that's something I'm super interested in, and it's definitely achievable. I think it's like 32K, for the full year, including flights, including accommodation, including workspace, and you make friends for life. That's pretty cool. Anyways, that was just something on my mind uh, the last week, and now that I've said it, it doesn't sound as silly, but um, yeah, reassess your friend situation. Who do you need to sever? Um, And if you've had friend FOMO, (laughs) how do you fix that? Is it doing something like what I'm thinking about? finding your people i don't know something to think about that's it for this week on storytelling secrets thanks for tuning in i really appreciate it and i'll see you on thursday for the interview show bye hey thank you so much for listening all the way to the end of this episode if you did enjoy it go leave a review on itunes and now they've made it so much easier if you listen on spotify because you can leave a review on spotify pretty cool hey but if you're a podcaster i've got something cool to announce you can now interview me for your podcast very, very easily. I've set up a a new domain where you can simply go to the website, uh, book in a time, and I'd be more than happy to drop some value for your audience. So uh, some of of the podcasts that I've been on that might interest you if this is up your alley. So things like how to do a six-figure email launch or what comes after a Facebook ad in the email sequences. I've done over 1.3 million sales for my clients the last two years and I'm, I'm super pumped to share these nuggets with uh, you and your audience. So if you are interested in that, that just sound like gibberish. If you're interested in that, 
go head over to interviewjewels.com and you can find a time with me right there. All you got to do is just select a time on Calendly and uh, we'll have all the details there. But other than that, if you're interested, you got your own podcast, you want to get me on the show, go to interviewjewels.com, how it's spelled, interviewjewels.com and go book in time. I'll see you there.